All right, all you vampires out there, this is Jyrki69 from Helsinki, Finland, and you know me from the bands, the 69 Eyes and also the 69 Cats, and you're listening to Rock at Night. Welcome, Yerky69, to Rocket Night Magazine slash podcast. Uh, Thank look, you, ma'am. Looking at your resume, my goodness, you're probably the most eclectic rock musician I've ever spoken to. You, you're involved in UNICEF as a Goodwill Ambassador, uh, which means I presume you're really into social justice and causes. Uh, you draw and uh, write comic books. You've got Zombie Love. You've written a cookbook, I understand, about juicing. Uh, you have a master's degree in analytical chemistry. Of course, we all know you from the 69 eyes and now the 69 cats. When you look at yourself, what do you think of yourself firstly, uh, as a musician or as an artist or a scientist? Who, who is Yerky 69? Yeah, well, ma'am, that's a good question. And uh, um, uh, I've been around. That's why, you know, like, uh, that's, that's the reason. I mean, I'm, 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 uh, my life, how, how I see my life uh, and all of our lives, I hope that everybody has a chance to experience uh, their lives in, a, in the best possible positive way. I mean, there's, it's, it's great to be here and I want to do a lot of things. And uh, th those things that you just mentioned are just a few of them that I've done by far. And I have a lot, a lot of other things, you know, to come, to come in the future. At least I hope so. And uh, you know, like there's a Elvis Presley song uh, called "Got a Lot of Living to Do," and uh, from a movie "Loving You," if you want to check it out. So that's sort of my motto, actually. I got a lot of living to do, and uh, I've been, I'm, I'm curious still by this age. I'm 52 now. I'm curious and, you know, from a lot of things in, in this, in this world and in life. And, 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 uh, I just try to, uh, you know, try to everything that I haven't tried before. What do you think is driving you internally? And then like you asked, like what I like to be, what this question was actually something totally different. Like what I think of, of these things first. So I think at, at this interview, of course, I represent, myself as I'm, I'm a, I'm a rocker. I'm a, I'm singing a couple of bands and the 69 eyes is the most known of, and the six uh, and the 69 cats is uh, my rockabilly band, which is something that I have to do once a while, once in seven years. And uh, now it's a time to, you know, let my steam out with the 69 cats again after seven years. Mm -hmm. 
Let's talk a little bit about the uh, the rockabilly, or shall we say, psychobilly album that's coming out. This or, or even or even gothabilly. Yeah, uh, seven year itch. I guess you're an all time or an old time fan of Elvis Presley, and in a sense, your persona you kind of you kind of seem like Elvis Presley reincarnated, but in a goth sense. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, Matt. <laughs> Thank the you way very I, much. That's the way I see you. Uh, but yet also listening to some of the latest singles, uh, your voice almost has hints of Boris Karloff, because I know you're really into horror and uh, Halloween. In a sense, are you going back to your your initial roots meaning you as a child you were an Elvis Presley fan um how what do you think this evolution of Yerky 69 what's going on with this evolution um it's it's a typical thing uh for boys uh in my age you know like uh as we grew up there was a lot of interesting things going on in Marvel comics and then there was the horror movies on TV and uh then actually even Elvis was alive for, for some time. And then, then came, uh, after, after a little while came punk rock. And then after punk rock came the eighties and the eighties have a lot of things for us who like these things that I just mentioned. And, uh, they, there started to be rock music, which had all these influences from, from comics and horror movies and so on. So, um, I've just like, um, there's a bunch of other guys, a couple of other guys uh, like uh, in, in rock world who have similar kind of roots and, 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 and they, they feel like my uh, homies, if I may say so, in, in that sense. So it's just like uh, I, I um, all together, I think, you know, like uh, I, I see things as uh, uh, not only being in the band, but with, with these other things you mentioned, uh, it's sort of like a, I, that's my my way to communicate with this world, and also like uh, I'm huge fan of uh, popular culture, and uh, I'm I'm curious about it still. And obviously, one of my like uh, biggest heroes uh, is is Andy Warhol and how he approached things. So I'm sort of like uh, on the I. I I in my in my little mind I think I'm in the, on the same path. I'm I'm just like a, I'm I'm melting. I have my melting pot and I, I melt everything that I, I think is cool and I, I put them together. And what what what's the result is 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 if the music that I do sometimes uh, drawing things, sometimes writing something, and uh, hopefully actually I, I I can reveal this now. I'm also like a, in in the state of planning a movie. And which is obviously going to be a horror movie, and so um, I, I'm I'm using these these tools and, and these things that I, I like and love and know the best, and I hope that I, that that brings people, uh, you know, good vibes, gives them good times. Definitely have been giving me good times, and uh, you know, it's just like um, I don't I've been given these interviews year after year and obviously I'm, there's a little, some change in them. I hope there's some growth as, as, as me in, in, in my persona, 
but also like uh, like like mentally and and a lot of a lot of things seeing understanding other things uh, as as I grow up of course but uh, I I don't think that like I have I don't I, I'm kind of bored to explain all these things and, and for me them are pretty obvious and I'm pretty lucky that people there's a bunch of people who follow what I've been doing with through my bands and they are not my bands but the bands that I'm involved with uh, and and they they seem to understand exactly what I'm trying to reach or trying to combine and and I'm lucky and that's my way to communicate with them and later on probably like I, I meet a lot of people when I tour around the world so sometimes uh, after the show uh, by the bar we can talk about those things that they they discovered because I I sort of especially in music I leave sort of like uh, uh, like you know something you can really find probably name of the movie names of the movies or something simple like that and or links to discover just I leave them openly on purpose and, and there's and, and and you know like just it's all about the pop culture mm-hmm. it's all about that it's all about rock and roll movies comics you know American pop culture those of like uh, French, French chic, and of course some uh, like cool Italian stuff, you know. Uh, and and you know, I come from Finland, so there's elements from from my culture there as well. But mostly, it's it's all about like a loud pop culture that I represent. Uh, two questions about the movie. I'm intrigued. Are you doing the music? Are you acting in it? Uh, uh, I'm, I'm actually, uh, I'm writing uh, the, the, a script oh. to a movie. Okay. And, and, uh, and that, that I'll tell everything about more, but that's something which is new to me. Okay. And I'm really excited about that. And, and it's, it's going to be the usual Yorkie 69 trip, you know, but it's about the time. I, ha- I haven't seen it on Netflix. I'm pl- it's on my list, but Heavy Trip from Finland. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> I've heard about I've heard about it, but I haven't I haven't seen it. It's uh, I guess it's kind of a a rock and roll metal zombie. Interesting. It's a comedy, but um, I'm it's on my watch list. So that was kind of leading to another question I had about Finland. It's um interesting that you know back in the 80s you have Hanoi Rock you have flamboyant bands like Leningrad Cowboys you have a lot of kind of glam rock type bands coming out of Finland yet at least from American point of views we see Finland as being kind of you know icy and snowy and dark most of the time of the you know time of the year it's it doesn't seem, I mean, what attracts, what, why is it so, how do I say, how do these flamboyant bands come about yet in a somber kind of environment? Yeah, it's interesting that you, you mentioned this. Uh, actually, I think sort of like uh, in that, in, in the musical sense, uh, Finland uh, could be actually, you know, like one of the, one of the, one of your states you know, like in music, like musically, we're, we're closer, our musical heritage is pretty close to, could be close to, closer to New York and uh, and California in, in some sense than to, for instance, to English rock music or something like that, that we always absorbed 
American pop culture. And uh, rock and roll has been always big thing here. And uh, uh, combining to other countries next to us, like Sweden, uh, they, you know, they are, they are pop, they are ABBA. And, and Finland has always been like more into, you know, like a rock and roll, like Metallica or, or you know, like a, a ACDC kind of rock thing. Like we've been more, always like very serious about rock and roll. And that's why we have, you know, like bands like that. And of course we have like our own, uh, like uh, we're at our own uh, uh, Finnish metal scene as well. Mm-hmm. You know, so, um, and that's still today. I mean, I've been explaining this already like 20 years, but it still goes on mm-hmm. in that sense. So, um, like, uh, and we also know the roots of rock and roll, which is like, um, like during, during our American tours, I, I had the pleasure of visiting uh, like Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in, in Cleveland a couple of times. And that's obviously a fantastic place for uh, uh, any rock fan. And I've been always surprised a little bit because, you know, they take, um, they seem to take schools, that, you know, classic school classes there and, and, and kids or even older people are, they, they're sort of like, uh, they don't know the roots of rock anymore. I can, I can see that there. They think it's some things are funny when I, when, you know, when I, when there's like a, bootedless guitar i'm like wow that's great and kids are laughing oh that's stupid that it's mm-hmm. you know like a uh, square shaped or something like that and uh, mm-hmm. so in finland we 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 somehow we really know the roots of rock and roll because uh when i was growing up uh like a uh, 50s rock and roll was a really fashionable thing here you know obviously like at the same time, you guys had uh, Happy Days on TV there. Uh, we have a, and, and I think it was like global, but 50s rock and roll was very popular in, in, the, in the 70s and uh, late 70s and Finland especially. So we know all, all the history of rock and roll uh, from, from, from Elvis to, to, you know, to Chuck Berry and Lil Richard. And, and we really respect those guys. So from that point, like we have rock your american rock roots here and they are they they've been uh soon pretty deep so when we start to play rock and roll it 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 has the roots and it doesn't come out of nowhere so uh, i think you can hear it from different generation bands coming out from here that we we know the roots we respect the roots and we we are you know uh, go following the roots as, as, as well. When it comes to this um, clammy thing, I think uh, one of the things is like, uh, uh, which is similar for <laughs> to Hanoi Rocks or him or, or the 69 Eyes, where we're just like, we're finished, we're, we're lean, tall and blue eyed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So <laughs> for, for a starter, so, you know, that's just like how we are here, you know. I think it's interesting that you guys are really, you really have absorbed the 1950s, the nostalgic, the real, what we call the birth of rock, you know. Rock yeah, we, we, we know that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we know, we know that. So it's like when, when somebody's starting making rock music here, they know where, it, 
where it came from. It came from the blues and jazz and from, from those early days, from early, early 20th century days in, in, in America. So we sort of, I think that that's something that you can hear from our band. So that's why, you know, like uh, you, 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 they are what they are because of those, those roots are known. And, and I think, of course, now the years and decades are passing. I don't know what's, what waits for us, but I still, you know, like uh, think that uh, kids who play rock here these days, they, they still, you know, they, they love Chuck Berry and mm-hmm. all, all the 50s stuff and know what it means that you have to sort of understand that and then you start to do your own thing. So there's certain kind of like a, um, knowledge which is, and, and you have to understand certain kind of things. So when you, when you are, have been discovering bands from here, and so I think like what you just said in the question earlier, I think they, they sort of, a, a, you know, they, they appear to you that they, they have something more common in, a, in American musical uh, background than for instance, even like to, to British, Though the British ones, all of course, they know the rock roots as well. But I think they sort of like uh, they they've been creating their own roots, you know. Uh, and 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 of course, Swed- Swedish they are in, totally into pop. They're totally pop pop orientated. So they they are masters in creating catchy pop music. Finnish rockers or Finnish musicians are are more into. Uh, not into happy pop. We are more into uh, b- because where we come from, we are we are somewhere between east and west. So uh, we we are into melancholic melodies, uh, darkness, uh, way more serious uh, approach than like our neighbors in Sweden. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, mean- I don't know what the hell else has been going on in Norway. That is. <laughs> that is uh, extreme approach. No, I like it, but it's 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 a uh, that's there. They are and they are there. You know their own breed as well. But it, I love it. But you know, like it's it's not. I can't. I I don't. I don't. They explain that themselves. I think it's well. It's a it's a Norse mythology. Of course, they they use that. Well. When you were growing up as a youth, let's say in elementary school, junior high, high school, did your parents play rock and roll music at home? No, no, we didn't even have a radio. And uh, the thing was like, uh, uh, I saw, I saw a movie when I was uh, uh, eight years old from TV, and and then there, it's a, it's a, it's a mo- boxing movie, and the, the main character was a boxer, and then. Uh, all of a sudden, during the exciting moment of the movie, he started to sing, and I was like very surprised. Like, what? What is this? Like, why? Why this guy is singing all of a sudden? And then my mother uh, took a glimpse at, at the TV and said, "Like, oh, that's Elvis Presley. He's a rock star from America." Mm-hmm. And the movie was uh, Kid Galahad, mm-hmm. and uh, it took about a month or even even less than then. Next time, uh, I saw a funeral on TV. And it was the same guy, mm-hmm. and uh, that was a funeral of Elvis. So, like nineteen August, nineteen seventy-seven, yeah. and uh, 
I was eight years old and I got interested in this guy because there's a lot of people around like on the streets uh, during his funeral. And that was in, on the news here. And uh, I got in- interested in this guy. Who, who is this guy? And he, he, he looked really cool in general. And, and that was interesting. And at, the same, at, the, at that moment, they, they published all over the world, of course, like, uh, like uh, Elvis Presley uh, tribute, like magazines and, and things like this. And I got a couple of them. And then I started to uh, buy music. And, and one of those tribute magazines, there was an address to uh, Elvis Presley fan club in the UK. And I joined Elvis Presley fan club in the UK when I was like eight years old. I got the membership card and uh, like a couple of like a couple of times a year came came this Elvis uh, magazine in English and uh, everything started from there. And uh, of course, like in the at some point in the 80s, in, when, when I was a teenager, I have some some other things and some other interests uh, musical inst- interests in my mind but o- obviously like over the years it always returns back to Elvis in that sense like b- because he he was uh, he was a pioneer and what he uh, created and all the all these kind of interesting things uh, and all the all the all, ever, whatever is involved with with his career it's always interesting and mythical and mysterious even so Always, always Elvis. I mean, that's always inspiring. And uh, uh, there's a lot of things to, you know, uh, still to discover what, what from him to add that this for me. Well, it's, it's obvious when you look at your music, his influence is there. I mean, you're like the goth. I, I think so, too. I think so, too. Thank you. But I'm, I, I, I was I haven't been talking about it like for a really long time. I mean. Obviously, once a while, people start to ask, and I've, I've done it like on purpose. Like I've left some, uh, I've been flirting with it, but it, it's it wasn't like uh, obvious like during these thirty years. But now I think, like if you look at the big picture of of the sixty nine eyes and what I've been doing, yeah. there there is, and if, uh, especially everything started uh, with the sixty nine cats from that idea because I wanted to sing original like sounding rock and roll and uh then um i i the story goes like actually like this that i um i i went to for my personal pilgrimage uh to graceland memphis uh some some 10 years ago and then i um i was i was there a few days and uh i i was obviously going out every night like by myself uh, on Beale Street, uh, which has these fantastic little bars where you can listen to authentic blues artists playing very late in the night. And that was, that was fantastic. And uh, I was sitting on the rooftop uh, on, on, at some bar uh, on the daytime and uh, I was having one. I, I, have, I want to tell this because it's, it's very precise. I, I was having one, uh, I think, uh, well, I mean, it's not funny, but I think I had a Corona, one Corona in my hand and it was sunny and I was sitting on a rooftop bar and I, I was really excited and thrilled to be there. I, I've been at the Sun Studios and, and also like at Graceland and I texted uh, to, um, 
to the record boss of Cleopatra Records, like, hey, I'm I'm here in Memphis. What about like, like I I I would like to do some rockabilly. Do you, what should I do? And uh, he immediately answered me and 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 uh, sent me Danny B. Harvey's contact information. And here's the guy. Contact this guy and see what what it brings. And I contacted later on Danny B. Harvey. Uh, he lives in Austin, Texas. And uh, what, back then I was already in Finland and uh, we started to change ideas and, and we did a rough demo. And then it turned out to be like, hey, it, it, it sounded very good. So we did an EP first with uh, and, and entitled the band as, as 69 Cats because Danny B. Harvey had had multiple bands which always were called cats. He, he was with Slim Jim Phantom. He was in a band called Swinging Cats. Mm-hmm. Uh, he recorded stuff w- with that project. Also, he had a band with Lemmy from Motorhead and Slim Jim Phantom from Stray Cats and, and Danny on guitar. And uh, that was called Head Cat. And, and back in the 80s, he played in this uh, like uh, all-American neon rockabilly band uh, rock cats so and I was in the band called the 69 eyes so we just you know put those two names together and it was the 69 cats that was I thought it was funny and uh, we did an EP first and there's an Elvis cover actually on it because I thought I, I'd like to sing some Elvis songs and, uh, and that was Flaming Star and then later on we, we got a uh, 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 Clem Burke from Blondie on drums and, and Chopper Franklin uh, from the Cramps and currently on, on um, uh, he's, he's playing in um, Heath and Apostles. So uh, we got the, those guys for the first album and we played some shows with them. And uh, uh, the first album was called Transylvania Tapes. And that also has an Elvis cover called, uh, uh, hold on, what, what is it called? Um, if you can cut this memory block out, it would be I nice. Know. But if you, if you can't, it doesn't matter. But it, just, it has a, uh, uh, the first album has an Elvis cover. I just can't get it to my head right now. Yeah, I can't either. I do. I'll tell you what song I really like from Transylvania Tapes is Runaway, Del Shannon. Thank you. Uh, it's it's like number eight or reality something. I can't remember. Yeah. So yeah. we also have an Elvis cover also on the, on the uh, Transylvania Tapes. So that Elvis brought us together and uh, um, that was sort of my dream come true and I got the I always wanted to make roots music in that sense. And I got the best possible musicians and Danny B. Harvey is like a rockabilly guitar legend. And that was, that was amazing. And, and it was something that I, I really uh, also uh, needed a change. We've been doing the 69 eyes for very long time, couple of over a couple of decades, the third decade was starting. And I just wanted to do something different for a change. And also we toured uh, with the 69 Cats uh, like in, in, in the Central Europe. And, and then we played shows across the States uh, like in Nashville and New Orleans. 
and of course in in uh, in, in in LA. So you know, and Austin, of course. So you know, that was something that I needed to do, just you know, for a change. And then all of a sudden, you know, like uh, all of us got busy doing something else, and and you know, like uh, yeah, now it's two thousand twenty one. You know what I find interesting, almost that you were in Memphis and in Elvis territory, and it's almost like the ghost of Elvis was speaking to you and telling. Yeah, you. ghost ghost of Elvis was <laughs> yes. definitely taking taking me after that Corona uh, bottle I had. Yeah, uh, like like, but but it's seriously, it's it's this that I was seeking. I I like to tell it because I can. I can show the exact exact spot where I was sitting on the rooftop terrace and looking for Beale Street that I had this one beer and I was that was my I was you know like my happiest moment in my life nearly yeah. by then and then I was just texting to the one of my best friends and asking like hold on I'm here and, and I just came from the sound studios I'd like to do this kind of music for a change can you advise what should I do and you know like uh from Cleopatra Ray, they answered immediately and I got Danny B. Harvey's information and you know like that that started like that from you know from the right reasons. Yes. Like what what I always I use these words pretty often in, in, in interviews when when I'm asked about making music and making records and so on. So there's a there's there's no I mean everybody's expressing themselves like through their art and when it comes to rock and roll and this kind of way that I'm doing, I always try to explain that I'm, I which I try to do from right reasons because I want to, I feel urged to express myself through the music or, and this, this was like, I had an urge to, um, to rock and roll rockabilly, you know, and, uh, and, and I, I, and that, that came from the heart. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and it's, it's not like, obviously I'm not that, uh, obvious it's obvious because I'm, I'm not that, um, uh, succeeded guy. So like everything has come from the heart and I like to keep it that way. I mean, I'm, I rather, I'm the guy who rather keeps things, uh, you know, underground as, as much as, you know, I can. And I, I never like we have different opinions in the 69 eyes, of course, but I, I never, for instance, I always thought our band to be the, the band which plays at the clubs, you know, like uh, in a small venue, at small venues. And, and that's how I, I, I like that. I, I never, uh, I wasn't even, you know, never dreaming big. I never, you know, I, I rather keep things simple and small and, you know, close to the you know close close to the original roots so you know like this is something like with the 69 cats that's also something which was like fantastic when we uh played these shows uh like uh, like uh when we toured last time like uh, the, the locations and the venues were fantastic they were they were like like playing at the viper room in hollywood that is absolutely one of my favorite venues ever and uh you know uh that that's the, those kind of things i we had a chance with the 69 cats to play like venues which which were something you know which were like fantastic mm-hmm. you know 
to do and and to to do that with with of course like uh, uh, with, with that kind of music that that, that where, that's really uh, something where they fit best. Yeah, well, it seems like the sixty nine with the sixty nine eyes, you can't really do rockabilly because the fans expect a certain sound. They're looking for a certain sound, and this gave you the opportunity to explore the other facets of your personality. And it sounds like you had an epiphany when you were in Memphis and everything was aligned and everything came together and now you did it. And I absolutely love everything that I've heard from the 69 cats. I love rockabilly anyway. Yeah, thank you, ma'am. And that's that's just like how the things go sometimes. And also like through, uh, through these years, uh, we had the first 69 cats album out like in uh, in 2014 and uh, uh, and we played those shows and you know life go life you know uh, you know life goes on and and then we were everywhere I've gone with the 69 eyes ever since there's always people with the 69 cats records as well which is obviously really nice that uh, like the 69 eyes fans are interested in, in that side of me as well and also have discovered hopefully even new 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 kind of music and uh so people have been asking like are you going to do a new record and they brought the brought the album the vinyl or or cds to the shows to get signed and uh, they've been asking like if there's another record coming out and obviously when we toured uh you know that that happened. Sometimes, even though these these days things happen uh, kind of fast, so people are kind of slow to react. Things like what I heard from Danny B. Harvey when when they had uh, Headcat uh, with with Lemmy from Motorhead and Slim Jim Phantom from Stray Cats. Uh, it took ten years to people to come to the shows. And understand that there's a rock and roll rockabilly band by Lemmy, mm-hmm. and uh, all of a sudden, like uh, last tour, Head Cat Cat did that was like huge success, and then they um, they people finally discovered that it, and that took ten years. Now it's nearly ten years uh, with the sixty nine Cats, but people really started to discover the band only like quite recently, and now. After seven years, we just thought that maybe it's time to do some new music. And then there was something uh, we toured with the uh, 69 Eyes uh, in the in the States a couple of years ago. And Danny B. Harvey, when we played in Austin, Danny B. Harvey came as a guest on stage. And then we just got the idea, like, what the hell? Why don't we do another 69 Cats album? Maybe it's time for that. And since... It was close to seven years. Uh, by then, we it seemed like when if we do the record, then it comes out after seven years. Uh, the first record, uh, Danny got this uh, kind of joke that uh, it's like in Bible, uh, like in the Old Testament, where where it's told that every seven years the locust come, you know, alive from the from underground, and that's actually how it happens in the Africa, really. Like locusts are like uh, every seven years they come. So so that was kind of like a kind of interesting uh, biblical 
reference as well. And uh, now we've done the record, and uh, it, it's exciting to see like, uh, the, the reaction. People are, seem to be extremely excited about that, that we are back together and uh, having new music out. And uh, now we have obviously a little bit different band than, than the beginning, but still, uh, and now we have all the other new thing is like the first album was just cover songs because uh you know it's just like it didn't feel like uh, worth writing new material i just wanted to sing so I, i i didn't mind to have like covers there kind of obscure some of them or, or just like kind of super fun to do like on the first album there's the rocky horror picture show uh sweet transvestite the song that was like uh mm-hmm. Well, that was really cool to do uh, on the record, and so um, yeah. So now we have new new songs, even original songs, original '69 Cats songs. So and and the record is it's it's a. Uh, I hope it brings happiness for people and good times, and at at some point when it's possible, people can dance to it, and then someday, a little bit later on, we we will tour and play the songs in front of people. Well, I guess locusts didn't come, but a pandemic came. So I yeah, yeah, that's it's kind of like a. I, I mean, if you if you remember the 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 latest sixty nine eyes album was called West End, and I gave interviews like endlessly, like what do I what do I mean with that? Is the Western civilization going to end or something like that? Mm-hmm. And then. Then after that, the pandemic comes. So it's kind of like uh, <laughs> that. That was that was that was weird. That at least that was kind of strange. Well, was this written in 2020 uh, by you guys? I presume remotely. You just sent ideas. To oh each well, actually, actually, we wrote we wrote the songs in 2019 and early in January 2020. In the old times, I went to Austin and recorded my vocals. And Danny finished the record with the rest of the guys uh, actually uh, remotely uh, during the spring of 2020. Okay, yeah, because I saw you were on tour here in winter last year. Yes, yes, we were. And, and, and I, so I had, I had finished... A record by then I, I was in Austin in early January and, and we finished the songs then and, and then you know like I think uh, uh, the bass tracks by Kim from Kim Necroman from Necromantics and Trumps by legendary Red Skates from The Damned they, they were finished uh, around the same time and Danny mixed the whole album during the springtime Excellent. Well, thank you so much. And I will see you. in. Thank you, ma'am. Bye bye. All right. Have a nice night. Bye. Bye. You're listening to Rock at Night. The introductory song, Get On Down, is from blues artist Billy, Billy Bass Alford. Look for his music at ReverbNation.com.